What the fuck? Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. You annoyed yet? Yo. No. Well. No, 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 not you. You, it's, it's hard to annoy you. Yeah. And I'm a fairly annoying personality. This is not incorrect. What the fuck's up? Oh. Dude, it's been a minute. It's life has been fucking ridiculous. There have <laughs> been, there's been some shit that's gone down. Dude, we've eaten a few shit sandwiches. Yeah, that is very accurate. I see you have a uh, paracord bracelet. Are you gonna try to climb up a mountain later? Uh, no. This was made by a friend of mine who passed away. Oh, um, well, now I'm the asshole. No, no. <laughs> No, he's super into it, and he was he he started making paracord bracelet because he didn't have any better option in in school suspension. So that was what he started doing in middle school, and then he uh, started selling them because he needed parts money for his car. Hey, that sounds about right. Yeah, so it worked. It worked out pretty good. I mean, I need to start selling things so I can afford car things. <laughs> so okay, that brings up my first topic for this <laughs> evening. I know I didn't type it out, but this is good. So you've all you've seen those ads on YouTube, right? Which uh, those you want to make a hundred dollars a day? Oh no, because I have YouTube Red because I'm not poor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no. Escalating quickly. So uh, my my uh, my poverty stricken ass. Yeah. Which has seen these YouTube ads. And also these YouTubers that I, I've I've followed. Uh, there's, are you familiar with that dude Ty Lopez? No. Okay. Wait, is he the guy who uh, uh, has was like Lamborghini in the Hollywood Hills? Lamborghini in Hollywood Hills, bookshelf in his garage. Is that him? That's him. Fucking piece of shit. He's a Deutsche bag. Royal Deutsche bag. Sure, so he, he might be making in my his, garage. He's, he just might, got my new Lamborghini here. It's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. No, you didn't. Congratulations. You might make some money for yourself, and that's a lease, but hey, whatever. What's his name? Ty Lopez. T A I L O P E Z. T A I? Yep. What? Uh, okay. Oh, he has a TV show? Uh, does he? No, it's his film producer. Ugh. Well, yeah, that's because he's a fucking YouTuber. What is he famous for? Being a cocksucker. I don't know. Being a cuck? Yeah, that's pretty accurate. I, The Lamborghini, the mansions. Dude, shut the fuck up. Okay, so, listen. All right. Reading a book a day does not... If you read a book, if you have enough time to read a whole fucking book in one day... You don't own a you, you should probably get a job that requires you to do more work that or you are you are bill gates and you have created a company called microsoft or because he literally 50 books a year yeah i i bought a book last time we went to florida i'm i'm reading three different books right now i'm i'm not but i bought a book on our way when we were going to florida and last time in august and i read two chapters of it and haven't it's sitting by my bed now as though that's gonna like change anything because i don't have a fucking nightlight so i don't know what i'm supposed to do with this right we'll get back to that one in a moment but so i i've seen these ads and oh yeah you can make a hundred dollars by doing these three simple steps and you don't have to have any money to start off Mm. so essentially what the what, what these entrepreneurs these what do you call them? Um, wannabe moguls. There these, you go. That's a good way to go. These entrepreneur wizards, or however you want to. Wizards. And there's a, there's a specific word for it, and it's just not bouncing off my tongue right now. Entrepreneur and, types. Uh, no. I have no idea what you're trying to get at. To be honest, it's with a you. very specific word when you call. It's a very shake wait It's very shake witty when you call somebody this. Um, Entre- it's around mm. being an entrepreneur. No, I mean, I not, think not, not, exclu- not exclusively. Um, fucking a, dude. All right, that's, whatever. It's whatever. We'll think it. I'll think of it like t- thirteen hours later. 
You'll think of it when you're editing this podcast, and it'll yeah. be the title. Yeah, I'll think about it. Yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. Um, so, like, the, the title of this episode will be "It's Blank, You Fucking Idiots." <laughs> Actually, I, I'm going to do that. I'm going to figure it out, and it's going to be the title. That'd be awesome. <clears throat> so, these guys are always promoting how you should be, make up your make up your own digital advertising firm. You don't have to have any money to start off. Contact all the local businesses in the area and see oh. if they have a Facebook pixel and do all this, you know, yeah, that's click funnel stuff. And I've heard of that. I'm just like, all right, cool. That 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 works only so far because certain areas will have certain individuals cannibalizing all of that market share, mm-hmm. and what's left left for the rest of us. So what's left for the rest of us is called click funnels and programs and software that is developed by these uh, fucking moguls, these guys that are, you know, leading the way and teaching you how to be, you know, $100 a day or, you know, make $1,000 a day by doing X, Y, and Z with no money up front. They, they're, yeah. they're essentially putting you into an MLM scheme a scam. Well, it is. Because they're taking your money and they're hoping that you do the exact same thing with a whole nother lo- a whole nother pyramid of people. Yeah. So they're just doing the wash it's rinse a pyramid scheme. repeat pyramid scheme. Except you're not buying shit, you're No, you're you're buying shit. Well, just not right away. Yeah. Because if you want to have the illusion that you're making more money or the illusion that you are being hyper successful, you need stuff like programs like Marketer Magic, which that one, that's probably the one that's kind of middle of the road. Yeah. I've the, never, never. Yeah. Heard. I've just, I've been intrigued because I've been listening to all of this rhetoric and I'm like, it, it sounds like a good idea, but here's, here's where I'm caught up on it. If everybody's doing it, if everybody who's watching these YouTubers are doing it, the three different ones that I've accounted for, that's that's about 1.75 million people yeah. that are paying attention to this educational uh, entertainment. That's a lot of people who are attempting to create digital advertising agencies. Yeah. That's... <laughs> so how, how, It saturates the market. Yeah, and... Immediately. Yeah, and <clears throat> I'm just... I, 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 I want to do a case study because... When you're looking at these people, how many of them are just like, oh, yes, I got to do this. This is exactly what I need. And then they realize they are in too deep and they, they're they worse than what they started off right, with. Right, yeah. Well, and like that's the whole thing is like you're you're saturating your own market and then there's just so many people fucking doing it. Like, it's and then just you're brainwashing people <clears throat> into paying for your service because... That's the only way they can get any new leads because you've cannibalized the market share. But that's what like people like. They want like get rich quick things. Like right, people yeah, want to like. This is true. And people want to make money now and not have to deal with like working long term. Like and like yeah, I mean everybody obviously <laughs> like if I could if somebody walked up to me tomorrow <clears throat> and said hey you want to make thirty five hundred bucks doing this today it's like fuck yeah I'd, I'd do that but yeah it's called sick time use it but it's not like at the end of the day it's not sustainable because no, once because you're done with that well then what you gotta what, go back yeah. to your real job yeah what happens if you only get that once a month so right. 3500 a month cool now now you're really pushing it tight right right sure 3500 a month might be good. it's a good amount of money it's for a good some amount people. of wage for i mean in the area that we're in in wisconsin that's a that's a pretty decent wage yeah i mean if you're not your audience student loan debt <laughs> Let me let me tell you about that, motherfuckers. But like, it's not sustainable. Like at no. the end of the day, you still have to go back to your job at you know pick and save. Right, you can't it, it, like because you don't have benefits and and the benefits that you could have had that's getting dicked with because well and not God only forbid that. we have a healthcare system that works <laughs> for everybody. Right, but it, at the end of the day, it's also not. It's not consistent. Like you don't just unpredictable. Right, like so. that's why paychecks. Like when you get a paycheck. It's so much better because it's consistent yeah. income. Like you know, like all right, I have to pay for this and this, 
in the next couple days. And it, this is probably yeah. an unexpected expense that'll come up. Yeah, and it allows you to set a budget. So you're right. not like so losing you're not your like, shit. So you're not like, fuck, I have $5 and it's the second day of the week, you know? Yeah, so your cortisol, you know, the hormone cortisol, those levels aren't spiking through the roof and kicking your abdua amagala. So you're just like fucking losing it. Like, you know, I just, I wonder. <sighs> Yeah, I, I just I wonder how many people fall in that trap, and then they oh, just, lots. I mean, they, they just, have to. They, they are absolutely fucked. I'm well, not that's saying why that those like direct can't be, uh, can't be like successful. Yeah. It's just it's f- hard to. Well, that's why a lot of those like direct to customer or not direct to customer like those like sales things fuck my eyes so itchy. Um, oh, you mean like FBA fulfilled by Amazon and retail arbitrage and all that shit? Well, like places that are like well you buy this and then you buy like a quantity of this from me and then you sell it. But then you also want people to work for you to do that, which Mm. is a, you know, a pyramid scheme effectively. But like, that's why those are so popular is because they like, you know, the number one person is like, yeah, I got a car and like, I make this much a month and I don't work a real job anymore. But it's like, well, yeah, but you've been doing it for fucking 20 years and you really don't have that much to show for it. Oh, and your significant other actually makes all the money. It's like, right. That's where that kind of makes a lot of, not a lot of sense in my opinion. But yeah. I guess I just never was into that idea. Well, and I guess I just I look at it from. I do have that entrepreneurial streak in me. I I have a lot of good ideas, some of which don't often find their way into action because of. You know, I'm I'm working my job to sustain my current life. Right, right. And that gets in the way because if I had unlimited time, didn't have to sleep. Unlimited time, yeah. Yeah, unlimited time, didn't have to sleep, um, didn't have to eat. Although I love food, <laughs> if I didn't have to eat, that'd save me a lot of time. Right. Didn't have to sit in traffic, that'd save me a lot of time. And I could maybe dedicate some more time to those hobbies and those desires. Yeah. But. I, I just I know that I can't feasibly do that. Drop everything. Yeah, it's just not possible. It's you need that paycheck. It comes yeah. down to that. Right now, you need that paycheck because who knows? Maybe we end up landing on one of our passion points and it starts rolling in dough. Right. Sure. Cool. That'd be great. But we're working on that, and everybody's working on that. Unless you're like you know making. You know, a f- $150,000 salary where you don't really have to, like, you know, right. do a whole lot of shit. It's it's not it's not sustainable. Mm-hmm. Right. So that brings me back to the reading thing. Like, all of these people that are, quote-unquote, successful claim that they read a book a week or 50 books a year, which is it's possible. Well, but yeah, if they're reading very, fucking dinosaur stories every night. Like, Yeah, I mean. That doesn't fucking count. Do coloring books count? what coloring books uh sure i mean do you read a coloring book sometimes i okay the sometimes. instructions <laughs> the instructions uh what my demons write on the pages jesus christ yeah i what? guess that makes sense what makes a lot of sense i understand it now and it's written written in blood yeah uh, well yeah that was a good song from uh bring me the horizon written in blood uh yeah yeah oh, those by a bolt for my valentine they had a song like that too. Something like that. No, yeah, it was written in blood. That's a "Bring Me the Horizon" song. It came; those two bands had a song that was titled very similarly around the same time. Yeah. So about the same. <laughs> um, did you know? So you said you don't have a nightlight. Uh, did you know that there is in books, in iBooks, that uh, the thing that you could set a uh, read reminder every day? Yeah, uh, a reading goal. I don't like iBooks, though. I, I know, but I, I wonder I like how having, many... I like having the physical book. I yeah, I like that, too, but sometimes it's easier to whip a phone out or an iPad out. And... Well, yeah, but, like, <clears throat> I don't know. I just I just like having the book. Like, I know you mm-hmm. can... Do I even have iBooks on my phone? I don't think I do. You probably whack that shit out. Yeah, it's like, fuck this shit. iBooks. Yeah. Nope. No. Shock and awe. Hold yeah. on a minute. Why not? So I was just I was playing around with it, and sure, uh, it, it reminds me that hey, you should read thirty pages today, and that's cool. I, I really enjoy that because 
it does give me because uh, my brain does this thing where I start to I have the anxiety thing where I just hop from topic to topic to topic so it's just very frantic yeah and uh, my brain just doesn't want to calm down so it's kind of like shotgun life by Jake <laughs> yeah <laughs> makes sense so it's nice but it's also kind of like hey iBooks doesn't have all the books that I would potentially like to buy or read so then you start looking at alternative methods of how to get those books right. into that system. So, but yeah, no, I just I, I think that if you're trying to legitimately achieve that goal, it's not necessarily going to make you successful. Is it going to alter your brain chemistry and neurological pathways to potentially allow for greater growth for you as a person? Sure, I think so, because I've read some pretty killer shit that's opened up my eyes. <laughs> Yeah. Dude, everybody poops. That book fucking changed my life. Damn, you saved me. I don't know. I like this. Every the subtle art of not giving a fuck is really good. Yeah, I, I had uh, Megan has the uh, Megan has the paper copy that I'm. That's one of the books that I'm reading right now. What I'm finding out is a lot of the stuff that's in that book. I already do. I do a lot of it too, but I'm like I I under like you kind of recognize it more when you read it. You're like, oh yeah. Yeah, like that's no, just what yeah, I do as that's a person. True. That's very true because there, there's one part where it's like you you value other people's opinions, but then you take that value as a cause for concern, right? Right. As to what's going on in that person's life, because you know what you're doing, you know what you're capable of. Why the fuck is that person trying to point that out? Right. Right. So I, I thought that was a pretty interesting angle. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a very short excerpt in that book, one part of it, but it was that just kind of like, hey, I'm not always the fucking problem, although I am the center of attention most days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm an attention whore. Yeah, and a lot of people right. would agree with that. <laughs> so, wedding. Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, dude. That's uh, so a we're, show. So we're, we're getting you a tux, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you, you two have to wear them. So that would imply that I have to wear one. I mean, I didn't know if Taylor had set requirements yet. Colors, but... Just colors? Yeah. Did you announce the colors? Are you keeping that secret still? Uh, we're keeping it DL at the moment. Well, I'll, I, can, I mean, I can tell you, but I don't want everybody to know. Because no, I no, think no, yeah. there's still some things that we're trying to figure out. Because have I talked about my meetings with the pastor? Not in here? detail. Oh, uh, not, no, 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 no. Yeah, not in detail. We, we've mentioned it. But we have not gone into detail simply because it's story. an awkward yeah. ki- type of environment. Because I, I know you expressed it to me when we're, we're, well, we'll when, talk we're when we're it. talking. We'll talk about it. Oh, <clears throat> good, because I'm intrigued to hear. Here, what this well, here's, so here's a summary saying. of the wedding stuff thus far. Um, we had a venue idea of where we were gonna. We're, in case you don't know, we are having our wedding in Florida. It's a Harry Potter themed wedding in Hard Rock. Whoop, whoop. It's gonna be fucking awesome. And we get have your a, wands ready, homie. Right, exactly. We're going to have a reception here for the people that we don't invite to Florida, right? So that everybody can like, come hang out. And the place that we had originally intended to have it, we, we had literally like check in hand for the deposit. And they said that they didn't want to host us anymore because they were moving a different direction as a company. So that kind of threw a wrench in things. They can go fuck themselves. But the fuck does that even mean? Yeah, it's, it's dumb. What are you so, going to hold? Fuzzy conventions? Well, right. Furry. Furries? Bro- bro- <laughs> bronies? Whatever. But so we, we have a new uh, a new place, and we're, I think, going to throw it on a deposit tomorrow, actually, on that. With that um, cash out, homie? Yeah. It's not that expensive, actually. It's That's the good. hideaway. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, cool. It's a good place, so. Um, Will wings be included? Uh, yes. And they're fucking fantastic. They're pretty good. So They're, they're pretty good. They're good. I've had uh, a few bad experiences before Hideaway was really good, so I'm very leery about that place just because I know what it was <laughs> before how it is now. <clears throat> but so. they're pretty solid now. Uh, but that said, so for the past couple of, well, now probably like a month and a half, we've been meeting with Taylor's pastor. Now, mm-hmm. I am not a religious person by any fucking stretch. Right. And let me just clarify for those of our listeners that are not religious. Um, 
oftentimes, so Taylor's Lutheran, right? Yeah. So um, I, I've grown up in Lutheran churches, not only in the Missouri Synod, but also the Wisconsin Synod. Family has a very, very deep root in that church, <laughs> as my grandfather's retired from that organization as a pastor and seminary professor. So whenever there is a potential marriage there is marriage counseling that happens yeah and especially if one is not of that denomination yeah so they they go extra deep um elca which is the other lutheran senate out there they're a little bit more progressive and they're not as um they don't sink their teeth as far uh, into you and get really to the nitty-gritty of things but they still do it well and that's the interesting thing about this story is that at first it wasn't like I made it pretty known that I'm like not interested in being a part of the church or anything like that. I said I was doing it because Taylor wanted to do it. It's a part right. of her life, and I respect she, that. She's your partner. You Correct. are her equal. You are going to I respect give that she and wants that she, to be a part of it. It's a give and take. It's a yeah. balance. That's like any good relationship yeah. or any good friendship there is. Yeah. So. I told him in the most atheist way that I possibly could that I was there to learn. I was not there to take it a part of my life, but I'm there open-mindedly, which right. I thought was the best answer I could have came up with. But that. that is. But when from, from I'm just going to play the devil's advocate oh, side. Jesus when, when you're looking at their headspace, the only thought process is you're a God-created being. Yeah. And even though you think that you are not going to be part of the church... I know how to get you to be part of the church yeah. because I am a man of God or a woman of God and I can draw you in. That's what it's turned into because yep. at first he was like, like, yeah, you know, that's cool. Like, you know, you do your, your thing. Like, we'll still do yeah, this cool. shit. And like, like I'll participate. Like I'll, you know, talk about it and like, you know, just like anything, just like if it's English class, you know, right. you're fucking like, well, this is what or the, this page says he said so the pure historical value of how the bible integrates into ancient right. history it's kind of i just hard to ignore <laughs> right but i like i was like yeah this is what it says and this is how i interpret it so you last night or well two nights ago now was it last night no it was two nights ago fuck i don't remember it was two nights ago no no I thought it, it was, was last wednesday night. it yeah. was last night yeah, it wasn't every wednesday. wednesday it's been like every couple okay last wednesday or this god fucking damn it yesterday <laughs> It was very, very different. Like, he was reading, like, he was, like, having us read these, like, things about, like, the account of, like, how he, like, was conceived and, like, all this oh, weird shit. And so I was, like, having you read the parables. And I was, like, okay, this is kind of strange. But, like, he then kind of brought up how, like, what were we going to do, like, in the future? Like, were we going to have, like, did I have any interest in being part of the church? I said, no. Then Taylor's, like, well, you know, I do, but not like I'm not like super active. And t he get, was like, "Well, you know, like you could participate in like Bible study, blah blah blah." And he was wondering about like if we had kids, like what their roles would be. And Taylor's like, "Well, I don't know. It's not really something that we've talked about yet." And he's like, "It's something that you need to talk about." But then he said something interesting. He said, "Well, why didn't you just ask for like a justice of the peace to do your your wedding?" And Taylor got really pissed, like really upset about it. Oh. Really upset. Like she's very not happy about that because she is a member of that church. Why is he like being all weird about us doing this? Even though like I made it pretty known that I don't want anything to do with. Right. But I'm there to participate and I'm there mm -hmm. to like learn. So yeah, you got really, she got really oh, kind of, she's not happy right now. Like we talked I'm all the way home from work, her, dude. I'm not happy for her. Like I'm, I'm somebody. You, you know my background in, yeah? in not only Missouri Synod but also the Wells. Like I have, an, I have an extensive collection of biblical texts and also biblical studies knowledge. And for, I mean, just a, just from a human perspective, it's pretty trash. Yeah. But from a, a standard of. You're you're giving your own member, who is clearly in love with somebody who is not of this faith, for very logical reasons that are to their own self, yeah. and he is failing the true test of a Christian, 
of being somebody who's an educator, being well, like there for being all, accepting being is the big accepting, thing, being a human being first as part of the primary doctrine. He also is forgetting the one thing just because you're atheist or <laughs> not a believer doesn't mean you've shut out the Holy Spirit. And that's the scope that he's missing. He's putting the blinders up and he's just disregarding everything just because he can't get you to bite on any of his bullshit. Right. Just because Reverend there, Mr. Whatever his name is, we won't shout him out because I don't know him. I don't care. And I don't need to do that because that's just going to bring a whirlwind of shit into my fucking seat because where I'm where I'm seated. Right. Um, but not reply to myself, you cocksucker. Um, that's just that's sad because I, I, I've had I've had some pretty great experiences with pastors in my day. And they weren't in the Lutheran Church. Um, the two pastors that I had a lot of interaction with were actually United Church of Christ, and they're they're a Protestant church. Yeah, and that's where, where my mom grew up, and my dad, who grew up in the Wells Church, went to a Wells boarding school. He was very, very enthralled with how the UCC is because they're come all be all. They they allow female clergy, they allow gay clergy, they allow same sex marriage in the church. Yeah. It's very <clears throat> they're very kinda they're they're in their own corner because they're like, you believe in God, you believe yeah. in Christ, come and worship with us. We're not gonna judge you. Which that's that's where I, I draw my my knowledge and my experience with people who are in the church. Like it's well, like and like how how can you just deny somebody and push them away like that? That's well, just like, insulting. The thing that bothers me about it is that like he kept saying like everybody believes in something, everybody believes in something. It's like okay, I get that, but like <clears throat> at the end of the day. He's pushing, like, the. I guess maybe I see things differently. The way that I see it is, like, if I was faced with a challenge of something like that, like, say I'm in his shoes and I'm marrying a couple where one of them doesn't believe, my, if anything, I would be even more accepting than normal because, you don't like, it's, them out. like I, I said to Taylor over the phone, I was like, it's almost like it's like an impressionable moment, like... I, if, like, even, like, obviously I don't, but if I had any desire to go into that, you know, realm and be a part of that church, I would think about this moment. And, like, right now, I'm thinking this guy is shutting me out because I don't participate in his views. And, like, that's, like, my whole thing is, like, you want to teach, like, tolerance. Like, obviously this world is fucked as it is. Right. But... Like, you don't need to make it any worse by, like, where things are. Like, you want to, like, or make it, you know, do what better and more accepting. Now, I don't know where Taylor sits on this as a whole, but... She's she's upset that it's I, even happening. Right. I know she's upset, but why, why risk the chance of pushing... Well, not only... You're pushing two people away. Yeah. You're pushing another person, a member of your church of your church yeah. by being in well that's what Taylor said she's like if he doesn't marry us I'm never going back to that place I'm like I mean I don't you know, fucking blame you no I don't blame her either that's it's like that's that's a very fair reaction that's not very Christian like no just because oh well you're not gonna obey by my my religion why should I right like that's not the point dude like, that's not the point do of your it. fucking job right. do what they teach you on day one in, in fucking sem, sem school <laughs> you're, you're here to Redeem and save and preach the good news, the new, the new sacrament with Christ. Right. And I'm like, you know, like, and like, that's the whole thing is like, I'm like, this is like, you know, like, I'm okay with like learning about it. Like, it's like learning anything. You, you're there to learn about it. Yeah. That's what I told him. I was like, I'm here to learn. Like, I'm not here to like, like he said that like some people won't like, I've like opened the Bible. Like I did say yesterday, I, maybe I went a little too far, but I said like, he goes, you know, some people don't even want anything to do with it and won't like even like be like, oh, I'm not opening that or I'm not looking at that. And I was like, well, yeah, I didn't think my fucking, I didn't, I said, I, I didn't think my hand would burn off when I opened it or anything like that. But I'm like, like, I'm not 
Yeah, and I'm and, not there to be like opposed to anything. I'm there to like yeah. You're you're not you trying. Know, you're not you're not ignorant of the fact that it it's there. Right. You're not trying to force it. You're not trying to force your opinion on them. No. You're you're doing what he should be doing. Open mind. Yeah. Find a common. I gotta go up to him and be like, teach hey, each other, build together. Yeah. Because that builds acceptance. That builds. Hey, maybe this isn't so bad. Maybe I should give this a greater look. Right. Exactly. But that all. I, I'm sorry all. that you guys are having that experience. It's because it's very irritating. But that's, then that's frustrating to me, just because I don't want people to go through what I've experienced, and that's that's that. What that's kind of what pushed me away from religion as a whole. Yeah. Being involved with it as much as I had been, it's just like well, you, like, you have to believe this or else you're going well, I'm like, to that's, burn. That's what I told Taylor. I was like, the point is that like he's basically for enforcing the reasons why I don't like it in the first place yeah. is because they're imposing a, a school of thought upon you that is not your own. Like they're he's trying to say this is what you should be th- believing and this is what you should be thinking, and if you're not. There's something wrong with you. And, like, yeah, obviously I, I don't share his views, but I'm not going to, like, demean him. Or yeah, like you're not going to shit like, hey, on his life. Hey, asshole, look at you, you believe. Like, I'm not going to do that. But, like, no. obviously I have my reservations, but I'm not, I'm not, like, that's the thing that, like, when I was growing up, people, like, you know, when I was in, because like, I grew up doing that stuff. We were taught that, like, oh, people that don't believe are assholes, and they'll come up to you and be like, oh, fuck you, because you, like, you know, Jesus. It's like. No, I would never go up to somebody and be like, "Hi, you have you have faith in something." Like, that's not that's not like what that's about. It's just you know. Oh, it's funny you bring that up. Oh, people that don't believe come up to you and say you're assholes. Well, have you seen the people that are in your face about it? Have you seen the televangelist, the freaking Assembly of God church that's right down the road? Like, dude, that church is bigger than the movie theater right next to it. And those people that are in there, whenever I interact with some of the real, real strange and strong, or like real stringent ones, real, real firm believers, yeah. the ones that take it to the ultra extremes, they're the ones that are, are in your face doing right. exactly what you Oops. heard. Doing exactly what you heard is that you make people who are not exactly complete believers say you're an asshole. And treat you like you are an asshole because right. you're trying to impose something without a scope of hey, yeah. let's be rational, let's talk about it, let's let's understand who we are yeah. and why we are. Like, like I would never go up to you and be like, hey, fuck you, because you are this religion. Like mm-hmm. I have friends that act like are actively in the that are involved in the church. Some listen to the podcast. Like some are like. People, like it doesn't make me change my outlook on them because they do something different. No. Like it's just they're a person. If they want to have that that's, belief, that's, that's awesome. Who, that's they can do that. Them. That's who they are. Yeah, and we accept them for that. And I accept you for your views, and you accept me for my views, and Megan accepts me for how I look at the world. And I accept her for how she looks at the world. I mean, she yeah. grew up in the Catholic Church, and she's not exactly super excited about organized religion and <laughs> we've had discussions about nope not going to church and I'm like I'm okay with that yeah. but it's just it's it's sad because it, it it's a very simple divide mm-hmm. but it's a very hurtful divide because you know it's yeah Taylor has had that past well, like that's the presumably thing is, for a long she's been going life. to that church for her entire life yeah and that's 25 that, years almost 26 years that's painful dude. and like that's the thing that I was like like think about like devoting all of your life to that and then in the moment that you're ready to move to the next step they're just like yeah Fuck you. Yeah. Oh. Like, that's just, it just bothers the shit yeah, out of me. treating you like you're a heathen or you're dirty. Like, right. Like, that's just the intolerance what, what, that people what, what, don't isn't, like isn't there a common theme in the New Testament? Let, let's see. Give me your poor. Give me your sick. Give me your weak. And there, Something like that. Yeah, there, there's, there's a parable that states that, hey, uh, Jesus is with the poor, with the, the sick, the unhealthy. The 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 traitors, the debt collectors, the tax man, yeah, all all the people that are undesirable. That's that's who Jesus was preaching to. What? Why have we deviated from that? 
Yeah, I don't know. It's dumb. That, that like, That's not the only dumb thing that's happened to me this week, though. Oh, jeez. What else, man? So, we're done with the wedding talk. That that was bullshit, and I'm over it, but we still are meeting with him in two weeks or yeah. three weeks from now, so we'll see uh, hopefully, how that hopefully, progresses. Hopefully, I, I hope for you and Taylor that it, it's on the up and up on that one. Yeah. I, I just, I, I, I'm i not holding my breath. I no, know you're I'm not, not going to hold my breath anymore. But that's just, dude, be a better person. Yeah. Be a better person. Stop sucking at this, really. It's not that difficult. It's not hard. Um, but the other dumb thing that fucking happened to me is I took my car to the car dealership. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. God. We, all right, so I'm going to preface this. He sent me a text message with a photo in it, and I, I had to I had to zoom in on the number that was attached to this uh, work order quote. I just about shit bricks, and it's not even my car. You go ahead and oh share God, this yeah. lovely information that these motards over at so wherever you took it to. All right, so God, here's a little backstory. So I've been having some weird issues with my trans or with my with my Genesis recently. Well, not recently; it's been going on for a little while, but it's just yeah. been not bothering me enough. Where effectively, the way that I can describe it the best is if I'm going at highway speed, so you know. <laughs> I said it at work as like 70, 80, which is, I mean, realistically. Well, yeah. But like, you know, up with traffic. whatever highway speeds are. And I'm in like fifth or sixth. So my, my guitar, my car is a <laughs> ZF transmission, which is an automatic sequential style, you know, gearbox. Kind and of if, like a dog box almost. Very similar to a dog box. Yeah. And what will happen is, is by default, that car, if you like say I'm in like six gear and I like put the, f- my, put my foot down, it will shift for me because it knows, Hey, you're trying to go, you're trying to get more torque. Let's downshift you to four and go from there. What it's been doing is it will like downshift itself to like third when I'm going like 70, 80 miles an hour. So the car will fucking red line yeah, and I so cannot get out of it. So you're wrapping it. Yeah. And I cannot get out of it. You put it in neutral, you put it in, you try shifting, nothing. The only thing that fixes it is it turning the car off and turning it back on. And it happened once or twice last year. And I was like, okay, this, this is stupid. But it's been happening. <clears throat> it hasn't been happening more. It's just been, like, I've, I've really learned how to, like, avoid doing it. But, like, it happens still. So I was like, all right, well, I've had this car. F- I'll have it five years tomorrow. Literally tomorrow will be my fifth year of ownership. Well, congratulations. I've, yeah. But I uh, congratulations on your money pit. But that means that I bought. It's a 2010, so that means that the t- the 10 year 100,000 mile warranty is almost up on it. So I'm like, all right, well, I'm gonna take it in to get it looked at because if there's something really wrong with it, I want to get it figured out because otherwise, like if it breaks next year or if I put it away for winter That's now right. and it's it got, breaks, yeah, it's a Hyundai. It has a 10 year 100,000. Yeah. But my thought process is like it's you know it's middle of October. I'm going to be putting this car away for the year, so I want to get it sorted out because if it happens, you know, first thing next year and I blow my transmission or something, I want to you know have it covered. So I <clears throat> go to Hyundai and I go there. I scheduled a maintenance too because I I never I, I haven't gone to this place in a while. I've just been going to like just random shops to get my maintenance done because it's just like whatever. I don't really drive it that much. At that point, it's convenience, right? Because you have the time and they have an opening, right? So I schedule my appointment. I go in and I'm like, like they're like, okay, so you've been having some transmission issues, blah blah blah. I'm like, yeah. So they are like, okay, well, it's gonna be a little bit. Do you want to ride home? I'm like, nah. I'm gonna stay here because I was just gonna get some like work done or whatever. So I'm like, all right, let's do that. So. A couple, an hour or so goes by and my guy goes, hey, we can't replicate it. Can we go on a drive with you? I'm like, sure. So I take it out to the freeway and replicate it fucking immediately. <laughs> yeah. And there, the tech goes, huh. Well, I've never seen that before. I'm like, all right, great. And us being from a technical profession, we see a lot of shit that we don't know. And we right. say that exact same thing. So your thought process, what what was going through your head when you heard that come out of his mouth? Well, I'm like, first thing I thought of was like, okay, well, that's good because 
that means that this is like clearly not me like it's like first my, my first thought process was that like it's expected behavior for it to do that mm. because it is supposed to shift for you if it detects a right, change but, but it's, it's not supposed it's not, to hang it's not supposed to stick so i wanted so like it was kind of like validation like okay i'm not fucking crazy so he so i get back to the dealership and i go sit down and he's like yeah we're gonna we're gonna need it for a little bit longer so we're gonna shuttle you home and we'll just call you when it's ready and we'll come pick you up on the car whatever so like three hours go by and then they call me and they're like okay so let's have you come back and we'll kind of talk about it i'm like all right so i come back and he's like all right so we want to keep it for like a while like a couple more days i'm like okay he's like we want to hyundai wants to test it in like different environments so like cold start go through all the gears right warm start go through all the gears blah blah i'm like okay that's fine it makes sense so i'm like okay but I'm gonna need like, I'm gonna need like a, I'm gonna need like a loaner car because I do have a truck. However, literally the day before, I don't think I told you about this. Maybe I did. Uh, yeah. Literally the day before I went in for my service, we were house sitting for our friend. You know what up, Crystal? Uh, we were house sitting their ca- her cats and. Taylor's fucking car wouldn't start because the air compressor seized on it. So her car was out of commission. She was driving my truck. So I literally could not be without a vehicle. Right. It was not an option. So I'm like, okay. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to be able to do that right now. But I can bring it back like next week, you know, Tuesday or Wednesday. They're like, that's fine. So before I do that, he goes, well, you know, what are you, like, are you covered on anything? I'm like, well, I should be covered under the 10-year, 100,000 mile, but I also bought something with the car. Like, I bought coverage. Right. And so the guy goes, oh, okay, yeah, I see that. We're good to go. I'm like, okay, cool. So I leave the dealership thinking, you know, whatever it's going to be is going to be covered unless I literally, like, broke something myself, which I fucking didn't. So... I'm like, a couple days go by, and then I get a call from Hyundai, and I'm like, you know, you what's going on? They're like, okay, well, we're not sure what's wrong with it. I'm like, okay. They're like, our educated guess is that a third gear synchro is bad on your car. And I'm like, first thing I said was, I didn't even realize that automatic transmissions had synchros, which apparently they do, yeah. but I'm like, okay, but... That doesn't explain why it doesn't happen every single time I go past third gear or down into third gear. It doesn't explain that. <clears throat> so I'm like, okay, well, like, the guy goes, so what we want to do is we want to replace your transmission. I'm like, okay. He's like, it's going to cost you $15,000. And I said, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm like, I'm, excuse, excuse me? me? Baking soda? He says, $15,000. I'm like, are you dyslexic? Did you read that wrong? Like, are you missing a zero? No, $15,000 is how much they want to charge me. Are you sure that the dollar sign is not just fucking written retarded and shit? I was like, okay, so I was like, okay, so why isn't this covered? And he said, well, you don't have a warranty. I was like, "Um, that's not what you told me a couple days ago. He's like, well, it looks like you're not the original owner of this car. I'm like, well, correct. I'm not. I bought it pre-owned. So the the Hyundai 100,000-mile warranty does not transfer. I'm like, oh, you fuckers. Okay. I was like, so what about the warranty that I bought? He's like, well, it's interesting because I don't see that anywhere. The dealership that I took it to is on 27th. They're called Hyundai Greenfield. Right. Tri- They're owned old, old by... All tri- Tri-City. It was Tri-City. That's where I bought the car at Tri-City, who were then taken over by International Auto. So I'm like, okay, so I bought it with Tri-City. They're like, well, we don't have their records. I'm like, so hold on. How the fuck? No, 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 no. I said, so you bought a company and dissolved them and didn't say, you know what? A lot of people have been buying cars from these guys. These guys have been around for a fucking long time. Yeah. We don't need any of their records. They've Just been, fuck them. They fuck their records. Tri-City was around since Hyundai first started in the market in the early 90s. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? So I'm like, okay, this is ridiculous. So I was like, okay, well, I am, like, I'm at work, so I can't, like... Right, you can't do much. ...do this shit right now. So I'm like, I'll talk to you later. So... 
He calls me another time, like mm, 10 minutes later, like, oh, just so you know, we could put a used transmission in here with like, you know, 90 some thousand miles on it for 400 or for $4,000 out the door. I'm like, that's still $4,000 more than I'm going to pay for this repair. <laughs> so I'm like, he's like, yeah, I just, you know, if you have any paperwork saying that you have a warranty, I'm like, I shouldn't have to have that. You should have that. So I'm like, okay, whatever. So then he calls me back. And this time I didn't answer because I was actually working. And he goes, oh, yeah, so we found the warranty on your car, but it expired last year. So let us know if you want to proceed with the repair. I'm like, are you fucking joking? So I call him back. I'm like, okay, that's ridiculous. So I was like, there's not like an exception you can make. I've never used it. I never once went in for a warranty repair. Oh, Joe, we know how that goes. What? Asking for an exception. Okay, but here's the thing. I, oh, I know. I also know how many people get those exceptions. And I figured I've never used it once. Why not this work is, the magic? Why not try? So, yeah. especially considering the fucking expense of the repair. Like, yeah, dude. the price offended the fuck out of me. But I was like, okay. He's like, well, you know, you could call. He gave me the fucking company for the warranty. He gave me. He's like, you could call them and try to fight it and see if they'll maybe extend your warranty or give you a refund. I'm like, I shouldn't have to do that. You should have done that for me as the dealer. So I'm like, all right, it's ridiculous. So I like hang up with him. I come pick up the car. Oh, and they still charge me for the diagnosis. Yes, they do. Oh no, I'm sorry, I missed the part. So I call, or so I'm talking to him. And I said, okay, so what's wrong with my transmission? He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, you said you have to replace my transmission. What is wrong with my transmission that requires it to be replaced and not like fixed? And he goes, well. Hyundai doesn't let us open them. So our this is what our best guess is. I'm like, so hold on. You're throwing around a $15,000 quote for something that you're not even sure is going to fix the issue. I said, could it not be ECU related? Or what do they call it? What, are they, what do they call it? PCM? Or, or, T, or the transmission control unit? I said... Or Could the, it not be literally any of these number of things? He said, well, we reset the ECU. We, we took it out, cleaned the fucking things, and put it back in. I'm like, okay. Okay. I'm like, the fuck does that have to do with anything? Like, those don't get, that. that's not a thing. So I'm like, okay. So they charged me the service fee. So I, like, come and pick up my car. Taylor drove me, and they $300. still fucking charged me. Yeah, it was 100 50 or something oh, like that. Oh, that's, like, a, that's right. not as bad as I thought it was going to be. No, I, I was still fucking annoyed. And then yeah, of course. the thing that pissed me off the most was I yeah. used my Acorns card, which is that heavy card, and the lady at the receptionist goes, oh, you must have billions of dollars on here. I'm like, yeah, then I could afford this outrageous fucking repair. And I said it like that to her. And she just kind of like shut up after that. So I'm like, all right, this is ridiculous. So, so a couple of days later, I got a lovely little email from Hyundai saying... You know, we'd love to hear about your experience. Oh, God. Oh, I oh, fucking... Boy. I... Dude, that is a fucking... Them. That is a fucking mistake if I they ever use, They use Sure Critic or whatever. I fucking tore them a new asshole in this. And, like, I described the whole thing. I went through the entire process. Right. You're, you're, not, you're not doing it out of sheer yeah. emotion. Sure. Is it emotionally charged at times? Oh, Absolutely. fuck yeah. This, I mean, I $15, felt like... $15,000 is going to make anybody's yeah. asshole pucker. Let's but be real. <laughs> but I put... The last thing I put, I'm not going to read the whole review because no, it's effectively fine. what I already told. It was a, it's a, I mean, it's a fucking, it's a story. It's like my Chick-fil-A review that I did a couple months back. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but I put in and I said, I left two stars because the tech that I worked with and the gentleman that shuttled me home were both incredibly nice people because they were, they were both very, very nice people. I said, if I hadn't had them or had not worked with them, I would have found a way to rate this location zero stars. And this is a, you know, one out of five place. So I write that. I go get my fucking breakfast at Panera and just fucking ignore it. No, you're, you're chilling. You're doing whatever. Three days later on the 14th, so what was that, Monday, Yeah. I get an email that somebody replied to my review. I'm like, oh, this should be good. And it's literally the guy that was the representative that I talked to. And he goes, I do apologize for the experience you had. My service manager will contact you. Nobody fucking contacted me yet. So I'm like, okay, good one. No, that one's probably going to take them at least two weeks. Well, and my problem is, is that, like, this, I don't have an account for this. Like, this isn't an account. It's just, like, I'm a verified customer. But I can't, like, sign in and say, 
this is my review. Let me refute, like talk to them. So first of all, I have no idea how they're going to fucking contact me because they didn't even have, they don't have my right address. They don't have my right phone number. So I don't know what the fuck they're going to do. So they're, they're probably been trying to contact you, but because they don't have the proper information, I upped, I gave him the right phone number, but I don't know if they did anything about it. So <laughs> we'll see. Some service managers are fucking stingy, dude. They don't want to fucking contact anybody. They're just gonna sit there and fucking say poo poo. Sorry, Correct. man. You bought a car and it's out of warranty. It's old. But whatever. I figure that it might be a good idea for me to write that same review on their Facebook page because I did read that dealerships, especially in this area, take oh, yeah. reviews incredibly seriously. Oh yeah, they take it personally. Oh yeah, it's like fucking war. Yeah, dude. So, I, I put. I put. Uh, Concours when Con- when Concours was around Concours Motors yeah, yeah Concours uh, they they had their VW yeah. section I fucking put them on blast man their parts department fucked me over but I do plan on I might just copy and paste this over to their Facebook page and be done with it but do it. um so <laughs> I've decided that I'm going to sell that car there is they, I as far as Hold I on. know let's pour one out for the home. <laughs> Gazoon tight. <laughs> tight. There might be more. Well, ladies and gentlemen, headphone warning. Headphone warning. <laughs> this is just Joe being allergic to all the bullshit that he had uh, just explained. Oh, my fucking chest hurts. Great. Okay. Good thing that we have separate mics and we're not trying to like yeah. do the whole fucking French kissing mic thing. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad. Wow, that sounds gay. But so I, I, I'm pretty sure there's nothing wrong with the car. Like, I'm pretty sure. I, you know, I have a feeling that there, there's an Occam's razor sitting right in front of us, and it's not anything to do with the synchro. I have, I have a feeling that your transmission is bouncing. Yeah, I, I think it's overheating. Because of a speed sensor. And, I think it's and, overheating. And it's overheating, because I, I think there's a, Yeah. Dude, I don't know. Yeah, but you decided to sell it. Let's pour one out for the homie. Um, sorry. No, you. But yeah, I uh, I decided that <clears throat> I don't really want to deal with it if there is a problem. So I'm gonna sell it. I don't owe actually that much on it. So I'm gonna probably like take it to CarMax or something. I'll probably need a friend to come with me. So I'll cry. <laughs> but um, <laughs> Joe, Joe, you have to let go of the door handle. Joe, let go of the door handle. You're going to be okay. But shut up, man. Get in the car. Not that car. The other. No, no. Come on, bud. We got to go home. It's not yours anymore. You're right. But um, I, I, I'm I, going to sell it, and I'm going to buy a uh, another problem fucking car. Uh, Eclipse. <laughs> another Eclipse. Yeah, and you fucking planted <clears throat> the seat in my fucking head, dude. All right, so... This brings us to our new desire of hopefully owning Resolute cars. So Joe, yeah. Joe and I have this affinity for DSM automotive. Oh, fuck yeah. So for those of you who do not know what DSM is, that is domestic standard market. No, it's Diamond Star Motors. <laughs> Correct. Yes, domestic standard market. But the cars that we specifically talk about is Diamond Star Motors, which is a partnership between... Japanese automaker, specifically Mitsubishi, and at the time, Daimler Chrysler. Uh, so, at the time, Daimler Chrysler had Eagle and Eagle. Plymouth. Yep. And well, Mitsubishi, too. Well, yes, but that was the Japanese partnership to bring that, that platform to the U.S. was the uh, Plymouth Laser and the Eagle Talon. So, in, I think it was late 80s, they j- debuted the first generation Talon, Laser, and Eclipse. Yep. That started a frenzy with a bunch of, you know... Well, they were just really, really good cars. Yeah, they were just really good cars. They offered all-wheel drive, turbocharged four-cylinder motors, so they're good on gas and also fun to drive. And... The motors that are in them, 4G63Ts, majority of them, or the 7 bolts, I mean, whatever you want to roll with, right, are just reliable. Uh, sure. <clears> they're <throat> solid motors. They're yeah. solid motors as long as you don't fuck with them. If you start fucking with them, like, of course, any car I will tuner do. would do, then you get into some whole nother voodoo territory with how they work. Yeah. 
So, Joe wants to buy a GSX. Yes. Specifically, which year GSX? Well, 98 or 99. So, <clears> that <throat> would be Gen... That's It's Gen 2. It's Gen 2. But it's, it's post-facelift Gen 2. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> reason being is those cars are notorious for several problems. One of them being crank walk, which I really don't want to deal with. <laughs> but, um... Also, strut tower rust, which I really don't want to have to deal with. Yeah, because I don't that's know. Fucking, that's just a killer. Trying to backfill that with a fucking yeah. Mig Welder is horrible. Not worth. But I just want to like avoid some of those problems if I can. I mean, the motors are not that expensive. If I wanted to buy one, like realistically, if I wanted to go on Craigslist and buy a fucking forty sixty three T, they're not that bad. You just have to do the swap yourself, obviously. But, <clears throat> um. Yeah, I, I had an Eclipse before, before I bought my Gen, and honestly, I was going to buy a 2G Eclipse, but um, it was, it just felt weird, and I got approved for a, a nicer car loan than that, so I just didn't buy that, but I should have, I really should have jumped on that, but um, I'm thinking that I want to do that. I have a very specific, like, look that I want, like, right. I wanted to have the, you know, the post-facelift bumper. I want to have the big, like, you know, U-shaped wing on the end. I don't want the small one. And, like, like color is like color is fine. Like, if it's, like, the one that I'm looking at right now is red. Not my favorite color. No, but, but you can always paint it. <clears throat> and if I can get it, that's all that matters. Because right. the thing that, like, here's, here's my thought process. If I can't find a GSX, like, I will buy a GST as long as it has the wing. And then... I'll look for a GSX in the meantime because they're not that expensive of cars. Mm-mm. Like honestly, I could see myself having they're, more than one yeah, at a time. They're not very expensive, but right. they're all they can also <clears throat> turn into a fucking money pit. Right, exactly. And so that's why I'm thinking like a small, like a sh- a, a little buy-in price is worth it for me. Right, especially if it's going to be a weekend warrior car, dude. Well, I'm like that's the thing. It's gonna. I mean, the G- if I got a GSX, which is the plan, like that's okay. That's might be something that I would drive in winter because. You know, drive. fuck. <laughs> Get in, losers. We're doing Bernies. We're gonna go do some hood rat shit. But like, I will buy a GST just for the looks because it looks really good. Like, obviously, I'm gonna want a GSX at some point. But like, if say I'm looking for one and like want to buy one, and I can't find a GSX, you know, when I go to buy one, like I'll buy a GST mm-hmm. temporarily and then buy a GSX later. But I've always liked the GSX, and it's really been like the car that I've always wanted to have, and just it never worked out for one reason or another. Like they tend to go for really expensive because people like, they know the value. Well, people know the value of them, but people also like build them and they're like, eh, I want to sell it. Cause I want to buy something better. Right. And like, that's great, but I don't want one that's already like modified. Yeah. I want it to be as stock as humanly possible. Cause I want to do all the shit myself. Well, and well, yeah, not only do all the shit yourself, but sometimes having a pure car being a purist is just good. Yeah. You don't exactly. have, you don't have to fuck with it. And that's what some people often don't realize about cars. You can have a lot of fun in a stock car or a, a lightly modified car. The only thing I do to like, because I, I love the second generation just just as much as you do. Yeah. I'm more of the talent TSI fan, just because I like that dumb eagle logo. It's just it's so exceedingly '90s, and it's something I remember from commercials, like when I was growing when I was very little. And but I also still love the Gen Two Eclipses, because I mean you can't ignore that that bump in the hood. That bump in the hood is iconic, because what that tells me is that there's a lot of hearspers there, soon to be unleashed. Yeah. What do you got going on there? <laughs> I feel like such a douchebag every time I talk about this. Crystal just texts me, "Wait, you vape? I would have never known." Oh, jeez. I, I have talked about that before. Yeah, I... Yeah, I, yeah we've talked yeah. about that on the podcast. We talked about his dank cloud-making abilities. <clears throat> that and at my birthday party at Jake Fest 2019. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even... Fucking yeah, I forgot. He, he, yeah, we got Joe so liquored up, he started puffing that thing, and he's like, man, I just really like vaping. <laughs> so, what what flavor did you have in your vape event? I don't fucking even know. You, you had like oh you had cotton candy in your fucking vape. Probably I, I bought like <clears throat> that's fucking long time ago. You know how fucking perfect that'd be your flat brim SpongeBob hat, your hoodie, your khaki pants, 
your van look like shoes, and then a fucking vape. You you are a GSX owner. Yeah, no, I, I'm a Subaru owner. You're uh, yeah. All you need is a fucking IT job. Um, shut up. <laughs> uh, um, what was I gonna say? Um, yeah, I I don't know. I don't have anything to say. I uh, yeah, I like I like. I I mean I've been I started it a long time ago because like that was the cool thing to do when you were like graduating high school is you should get a hookah obviously oh I let me tell you about hookahs we got to the point where we had a system down we had our we so across the street when our my other neighbors were living over there we they they had a smaller like little mini grill that you could take like a, a tailgating party so we'd set that thing up we get the coals going on there with uh charcoal yeah. in, in the <clears throat> grill so we had about 40 coals just heating up on this mini grill ready to go because we'd have like parties across the street and we'd just be smoking hookah all night yeah have like this big five tube system and people are just puffing off with their fucking little tips that they got we bought an industrial sized box of those uh, individual tips that people could use. Really nice. Well, we <laughs> the only place that you could buy hookahs when I was growing well growing up, like Younger, you know, yeah, in our late formative years. Yeah, the the only places you could really buy them were like the fucking porn store. Oh yeah, like we went to like Super Video and shops, like they yeah. had them there, so we would buy them, and like you know you would get just whatever shitty stuff they had to to do but like then like sphinx existed and we went there and they got super into that so then we would get shit from there too but um yeah it was uh it was an interesting time but then like (laughs) me being such a fucking idiot like all of a sudden you could start buying e-hookah things yeah and that was like oh well that's great um i can do this without having to set up a whole big thing perfect but then it like I didn't realize there was this whole other like community out there. So like I started getting into that. But like I'm not like like I don't do it for any like reason other than it's like <clears throat> I don't know. It's like it's almost like it's a stress like a stress thing. You know, like as shitty as that sounds like people smoke because they're stressed. Like I don't smoke cigarettes or anything like that. It's just it's like a stress stress yeah. type thing where you get like it just like helps sometimes i don't know it's hard to describe <laughs> see does this thing have strut tower rust which one are you looking at uh the one on jefferson uh is that the red one yeah it's red 95 fuck um yeah <laughs> i think this is what we're gonna do for the rest of the night <laughs> oh god <laughs> like yeah look at fucking cars we don't need well we're, yeah we're we have some ideas of well we have some ideas of things that we want to do. We always have a lot of ideas. But yeah. This this is one that we want. I'm I'm 100 going to do. And I just get it, bitch. We're doing birdies. Fuck yeah, dude. That's got to be a t-shirt. Oh hell yeah, 100. <laughs> percent I should find my fucking steering wheel. I had a Sparco steering wheel for. A That's while. what I want. I want to have a removable steering wheel so I can be like fucking attached to your back <clears throat> yeah ain't nobody stealing my car yeah exactly unless that guy J- jerry rigs a fucking three-eighths inch uh fucking uh bully bar puts a hole on our around a socket and starts using that thing <laughs> but even then those sparkos with the fucking quick quick release yeah that's, that's an integrated lock. or like an NRG, yeah. something like that fuck yeah, goddamn. Because <laughs> well, those cars, like the the se- second gens, the airbags in them aren't really complicated anyway. So who right. fucking needs them? Nope, rip that shit out. Emissions? Nope, rip that shit out. Well, that's the cool thing is that like oh, they're gonna get old enough. Yeah, we could put collector, start getting collector no, plates. We, they are old enough for that. I think it's twenty five years. Nope, twenty. Is it? Yeah. Is that when emissions stop being a thing? Yep. Fuck, dude, just straight turbo back. Yeah. That'd be so dude, sick. You, you can. There are vehicles that are 99, 
model year 99 that are so this year would have been the jeeps the red jeep the xj it yeah it's been the year for it to be a collector's item to get a collector's plate hmm so yeah we we could theoretically put collector's plate on there get just collector's car insurance and Roll it through there because you don't have to pay registration. <laughs> Registration's on nearly as high. Right, yeah. You just can't drive Fuck. it as much. Uh, Which, I mean, we're not going to drive it. I mean, depending on how time. much. Depending on how much. No, I'm not talking you're not going to drive it daily. Like 100,000 miles? No. Oh, hell no. Fuck no. That's dumb. I would drive it a lot, but not that much. Because I have a truck, too. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> yeah, but we got a. Uh, I don't know. I just really we need. I, I wanted to do another podcast because yeah, it's been it's been a couple weeks and I've been. It's feeling something that we're trying to get on because we have I have some other things that I want to between do uh, content wise, yeah. and that's something that we're gonna hop on probably. But I uh, just want to get it out there, and you know we'll probably be doing these. We'll still be doing them probably just less regularly, I guess. No, or probably like maybe I don't know less consistent. I don't know. It's gonna be. It's going to be pretty regular. It's just going to be a different pattern of upload. Yeah. So, but, yeah, no. We got we got a lot of shit flowing. Like, oh, my God. I don't have enough time in a day. Yeah. General I, don't I don't have enough time in, yeah, definitely not in the day, let alone fucking week or month or year. No. Nope. All right. Well, we're at that magical hour plus mark. What do we say? Uh, what do we say? Well, we're gonna say um, we're what? gonna buy eclipses, or you're gonna buy a talon. I'm gonna buy a talon, eventually. Um, and then we're gonna do hood rat shit. But yeah, <laughs> what do we say? No, I don't know, man. You want to end it here? Or do you want to keep Fuck going? Fuck yeah, I'm I'm ready. All right, I'm tired. I've had a long day. Yeah, I gotta go. Make sure Taylor's still okay. Oh boy, she's stressing out. So well, but we'll get we'll get back to cold it. Cold shot of cognac will fix that. Yeah, I'm gonna have some. I'm gonna have some uh, scotch when I get home. Scotchy, scotch, scotch. My here white walker. Down. Your white walker. Fuck yeah. We'll have to have some of that. Pretty good. All right. Well, this has been. The RTFM Podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Joe. I'm Jake. Wash your vegetables. What? <laughs>